Yo, yo, yo. We here, we here. It's a Friday episode of J&J Every Day. It's your boy Jason. My man JC is to my right. Your left, I realized, when you're watching this on YouTube. It's your left, my right. So, yeah. But we're here, man, um, on this Friday. Um, and we're going to basically be covering uh, the Washington football team story that broke. Um, Fifteen women. Uh, came forward and alleged uh, sexual allegations, misconduct, um, harassment, uh, physical and verbal, from Washington from what I believe 2006 to 2019. Um, obviously, all under Dan Snyder, who's still the owner. So we're going to dive into that, get into our thoughts, and we're going to run down the article with y'all. We'll get into all that um, right now. Yep. Um... Just to say, man, man, uh, before we get started, man, I just feel bad for all the ladies that go through things like this, man, and we don't see it because we're not in groups like that to even be in the conversations of things that would happen like that, or we're not ladies, so, you know, we don't go through that, or we don't see things like that, or we don't experience the the abuse that they go go through, or, you know... They basically get hassled, like, all the time, you know, and it's just, it's just terrible. 24-7. Reading this, um, man, I almost wanted to cry because, like, I'd even, people shouldn't be talking to nobody like this, especially ladies. Yeah, I mean, uh, the way it's detailed in the article, which we'll get to in a second, um, it's just, you know, you hear about things like this, obviously. You know things like this go on. Um, but then when you, the way, again, it was detailed in the, um, in in the article to just sit there and think that, you know, um, things like these things happen all the time and folks don't speak up, you know, um, who can speak up and put an end to these things. Um, it's really disappointing, um, but it just highlights how far we have to go, you feel me, in our society as men. Uh, I don't even want to say as, you know, people in the queue and, and include women in this. I'm just going to say as men, and that's what I'm speaking, you know, speaking for uh, uh today when i you know when i'm talking about we have to do better through this episode it's you know it's, it's men not not women and so we'll run it we'll run it all down right now man um washington yeah. football team story um it's out there it broke and i'll just go get, ahead and start off yes sir popcorn read this joint yeah because it's pretty long and it's pretty nasty uh a few months after emily applegate started working for the washington redskins in 2014 she settled into a daily routine she would meet a female co-worker in the bathroom during her lunch breaks. She said to commiserate and cry about frequent sexual harassment and verbal abuse they endured. They cried about the former chief operating officer's explicit lace tirades, Applegate said, when she recalled him calling her effing stupid and then requesting she wear a tight dress for a meeting with clients. So the men in the room, well, this is in quotes, so the men in the room have something to look at. That's what that's what he said. The reason that she should wear a tight dress. They cried about a wealthy sweet holder who grabbed her friend's backside during the game. Applegate said, and the indifference the team's top um, sales executives displayed when uh, she complained. But most of her job. But most of all, Applegate says they cried about realization that their dream job of working in the NFL came with the characterized as came what they characterized as relentless sexual harassment and verbal abuse that was ignored. 
and in some cases condoned by top executives? I um, mean, just just from that, you know, like I said, just from that first three paragraphs already, man. Um, it it already just highlights the the incompetence that that you know that that's partaking, and you know I don't want to say that that was there. You know, when we're speaking, because in my opinion, in my honest opinion, um, it's still, you know, again, we'll talk about it. Coaching staff has changed. Ron Rivera is there. Things of that nature. But Dan Snyder is still there. So, you know, those, they fired some people. Those guys are gone. But who's to say um, the new guys roll in and, you know, nothing changes because the head dog is still there. Um, well, let me get on to that some more. Applegate is one of the 15 is one of 15 former Redskins employees who told the Washington Post they were sexually harassed during their time at the club. The other 14 women spoke on the condition of anonymity. I messed that word up. Citing a fear of litigation because some signed non-disclosure agreements with the team that threatened legal retribution if they speak negatively about the club. The team declined a request from the Post to release former female employees from these uh, from these agreements so they could speak on the record without fear of legal reprisal. This story involved includes with this this story involved interviews with more than 40 current and former employees and a review of text messages and internal company documents. Team owner Daniel Snyder declined several requests for an interview over the past week as the post presented detailed allegations and findings to the club. Three team, uh, three team employees accused of improper behavior abruptly departed, including Larry Michael, the club's longtime radio voice, and Alex Santos, the team's director of pro personnel. And I was going to get to the, in a statement. The team said it had hired D.C. attorney Beth Wilkinson and her firm, Wilkinson Walsh, to conduct a thorough, independent review of this entire matter and help the team set new employee standards for the future. The Washington Redskins football team takes issues uh, takes issues of employee conduct seriously. While we do not speak to specific employee situations publicly, when new allegations of conduct are brought forward that are contrary to these policies, we address them promptly, the team said. Man, right. The allegations raised by Applegate and others running from 2006 to 2020, I mean 2019 span most of Snyder's tenure, like we said, as owner and fall into two categories. Unwelcome overtures, overtures I meant, (laughs) or comments of sexual nature and exhortions to where- we put on the spot. Mm -hmm. So we put on the spot reading out loud. Yeah, man. (laughs) But shout out to our our English teachers. (laughs) (laughs) To wear revealing clothing and flirt with uh, students. I mean, to flirt with clients to close deals. Among, among the men uh, accused of harassment and verbal abuse are three former members of Snyder's uh, inner circle and two longtime mer- members of personal depa- I mean of the personnel department. Wow, I'm really butchering this. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the first one, Michael, senior ver- vice uh, president of content and the voice of the Redskins. We all know him. Seven former employees said Mikey, Michael routine, routinely discussed the physical appearance of female colleagues in sexual and disparaging tones. In 2018, Michael was caught on a hype mic speaking about the attractiveness of a college-aged intern. According to six former employees 
who heard the recording, Michael declined an interview and request, and I mean declined the interview request and retired on Wednesday. And right next, we got Santos, the club's director of pro personnel, accused by six and uh, six former employees and two reporters who covered the team of making inappropriate remarks about their bodies and asking them whether they were romantically interested in them. In 2019, Santos was the subject of an internal investigation after Rhiannon Rhiannon Walker Walker. is a phenomenal reporter, by the way. I follow her on Twitter. Phenomenal phenomenal reporter. Um, Excellent articles, man. Um, Very excellent articles. Check her out on Twitter, man. Follow her. But yeah. Yeah, reporter for Athletic. She informed the club management that Santos had pinched her and told her she had to ask like a wagon. And repeated, repeatedly asked her to date him. Walker said in an interview with The Post, Nora Princiati, a reporter for The Ringer who formerly covered the team, also said in an interview that she was harassed by Santos and he was fired last week and declined to comment. Richard Mann the second assistant director of pro personnel, who in one text message obtained by the Post told a female employee he and his colleagues debated whether her breasts had been surgically enhanced, and in another text message told another female employee to expect an inappropriate hug. And don't worry, that will be a stapler in my pocket, nothing else. Mann, who was also fired last week, declined to comment. Um, you shouldn't be talking to regular people like this anyway. Let alone colleagues. Your coworkers. That's... Uh, it just goes to these 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 men that's you know this is how they talk to people that they work with just imagine how they speak to you know um to to women you know in their everyday life you just admitted to it inappropriate hug like inappropriate <laughs> like what's wrong with you like Dennis Green former president of business operations who employ female sales staff to wear low cut blouses tight skirts and flirt with wealthy sweetholders according to five former employees including Applegate. Green's 17-year career with the club ended in 2018 amid a scandal over the revelation that he had sold access to Redskins cheerleaders, including attendance at a bikini calendar photo shoot in Costa Rica as part of a premium, a part, as part of premium suite packages. Green declined to comment. In that same photo shoot in Costa Rica, they were forced to um, uh, pose topless for, um, for photos, which made no sense because, you know, Every edition of the a Washington football team calendar, you're going to have your clothes on. So it, it made no sense. And I heard that at that same time, they confiscated their passports um, for, you know, reasons that we'll get to in here. Um, and Mitch Gresham, a former chief operating officer who Applegate said routinely berated her for trivial problems such as printer malfunctions while also complimenting her body. Two other former female employees supported Applegate's account of her sexual harassment and verbal, abu- uh, verbal abuse by Gresham, who left the team in 2015. Um, and quote, it was the most miserable experience of my life, Applegate, now 31, said of her year working as a marketing coordinator for the club when she left when she was in 2015. She was about, like, what, 25, 26 when this happened? She's 31 now? Five years? But yeah. Okay. About the same age I am right now. So, yeah. About the same age I am right now. Probably her first job out of, you know, out of college or something. It's, 
and we all tolerated it because we knew if we complained and they reminded us of this, there were a thousand people out there who would take our job in a heartbeat. Gresham, in a phone interview, denied Applegate's allegations. I barely even remember who she is, Gresham said. I thought the Redskins was a great place to work. I would apologize to anyone who I thought was verbally, who thought I was verbally abusive. None of the women accused Snyder or former longtime team president Bruce Allen of inappropriate behavior with the women, but they expressed skepticism that the men were unaware of the behavior. I would assume Bruce Allen knew because he sat 30 feet away from me and saw me sobbing at my desk several times every week, Applegate said. Allen, who was fired at the end of last year, declined to comment. While Applegate and others didn't accuse Snyder of acting improperly with women, which I think that's only because they signed NDAs most likely, because mm-hmm. there was other there was other women that said that they didn't want to comment because of NDAs. Because I'm like I'm kind of confused. How can all this be happening around Snyder and he's not participating? Like if you're not participating, then you should stop that stuff. I don't understand. So. Um, and whatever, but let's continue. Not participating, then aware, you know, just, yeah. I don't know how you can even watch and just let it go. If, if You'd have to be with it. I don't understand, but let's go. They blamed him for an understaffed human resource. Oh, this is another crazy part. Understaffed human resource department and what they viewed as a sophomoric. What is that word, man? Sophomore. Yeah, that's sophomore. Sophomore culture. I said, what was the definition of that joint? I guess it's just, you know, immature, I guess. Yeah. Sophomore culture of verbal abuse among top executives that they believe played a role in how those executives treated their employees. Snyder routinely belittled top executives, according to three former uh, members of his executive staff, perhaps most intensely green the former sales executive, whom Snyder mocked for having been a cheerleader in college. After one executive meeting, according to one former employee, Green said Snyder had ordered him to do cartwheels for their entertainment. I've never been in a more hostile, manipulative, passive-aggressive environment, and I worked in politics, said Julia Payne, former assistant press secretary in the Clinton administration who briefly served as vice president of communications for the team in 2003. So, yeah, if she was... You have someone, you know, former... In politics and you're saying... administration, saying that this is, you know, yeah. Payne did not witness or endure sexual harassment, she said, but she supported what many other former employees said about the culture under Snyder. And I don't believe that either, that she didn't um, witness or hear anything about it. But she said she supported many. She said she didn't witness or endure it. I mean, I believe it. If she says she didn't witness, you know, just like just like us, we hear about it all the time. But for some reason, it we're never, you know, present when it happens. It's possible to to not witness it or, or endure it. I mean, it's possible. I don't think you know. I think it's possible. It's definitely possible to not see it. But regardless, it's like you said. She supports it. She she sees on to say. With such a toxic, mood-driven environment and the owner behaving like he does, how could anyone think these women can go to HR? For real, though. And HR was that one woman. That was it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. On the first day of working for the team, new employees are given a manual that describes organization's core values. 
And I don't even need to read that. You already know. Everybody has their job with core values, mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of bull. Clearly, it was a bunch of bull here. While there is a section discussing sexual harassment, many former employees said if there is a process for se- for handling sexual harassment complaints, it is never discussed in the club's brief onboarding process, which should be illegal because even these small jobs mm-hmm. talk, talk to you about sexual Definitely. harassment. Moving on. These team, the team's uh, human resources staff consists of one full-time staffer who also performs administrative duties at team headquarters. Doesn't even make sense. Responsible for more than 220 full-time employees, according to several form, former employees. There is no HR, said one former t- for a veteran female uh, employee who left in 2019. And there, were no, there was never a reporting process, nor was one explained to new employees how you would, how should you, um, how you should report something? It doesn't make any sense. In a statement, the Redskins pointed out that the team hired a new human resource manager in 2019, and the employee, and the employee works with with the team's legal department on any issues involving employee conduct. Still one person though. Still one person. Former employee said the first weeks at Redskins Park also came at with an informal but invaluable orientation administered privately by veteran female employees who warned them to avoid certain people and places such as the staircase near the entrance to the team headquarters. This is basically like some college stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? What's going on here? Um, lined at the top with the transparent, lined at the top with transparent plex- plexiglass, too. the stairs descend from the lobby to the locker room and, and training area. And someone standing at the bottom can look up the skirt of a woman standing at the top. One former female member of the executive staff learned this lesson early in her tenure, she said. When she looked down to see a male trainer, two floors down, standing right back up, walking step for step with her. He even leaned to get a better angle, the woman said. He wasn't even trying to hide it. For many women, their jobs with the team were their first out of college. Several expressed a, expressed a sense of shame and said they realized they had accepted behavior years ago that they now realized was inappropriate, such as an unwanted shoulder rub or a compliment about their legs. It was my first job, so I kind of normalized it, said a woman who worked for the club for several years and departed in 2019. And it was happening to every single one of my female co-workers under the age of 40. Man, that's just nasty, man. See through, see through, you know, and then... Basically a see through. And you got people looking up... Like, you need to get fired right away. Like, why are you looking up ladies' skirts for... Like, that don't even sound right. You're a grown man, but let's move on. And do you have something even designed? You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Training camp in Richmond in August was a hotbed for improper activity, several women said. Some encouraged younger female staffers to avoid the tobacco company, a bar and restaurant in a stately brick building frequented by team officials. I was... I was propositioned basically every day at training camp, said one female employee who worked for the team in the mid-2010s for several years. The overtures came in the form of a whispered invitation from one coach at the tobacco company to his hotel room, she said, as well as emails and text messages from other male staffers, also disclosing their room numbers and offering, in- and offering invitations for late-night visits. Attending the annual NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis, Former female employees said also heightened the likelihood of unwanted attention 
and propositions at places such as Prime 47, a steakhouse and bar popular with league officials and journalists. At the 2019 Combine, Miss Walker, new to the Redskins beat for the Athletic, arrived at the Prime 47 to learn Santos, learned that Santos, the club scouting director, had been asking her reporting colleagues whether they thought she might be interested in him. She said in a phone interview this week, they tried to discourage him outside the ethical concerns. Walker said her colleagues knew she was in a committed relationship and would never date a married man. But Santos was undeterred. She said she was told upon arriving, Santos approached, she's, I mean, she was told upon arriving, my bad. Santos approached, um, she said, and the conversation started innocently. He showed her photos of his wife, young daughters on his phone. Walker recalled reading notes, reading from notes she later provided to her company, I mean, to her company's lawyer describing an incident. Then Santos told her, told Walker she had worn the F out of her jeans that day before, she said, and asked whether she would date him if they were single. She says, I told him that I do have a girlfriend. No, wait, I'm tripping. Walker said, I told him that I do have a girlfriend and he does have a wife, so we don't need to play hypotheticals here. I was pretty blunt. Santos kept attempting to flirt for several minutes and told Walker he would wear me down with his charm, she recalled, and then he pinched her on the hip in full, in full view of other team employees and reporters, she said. Walker felt humiliated, she recalled, and concerned some people who saw that happen would think she had welcomed the intention. It felt pretty much like the worst thing in the world, and he didn't care. He thought it was funny. Walker later filed a complaint with the team in a statement. The Athletics supported her account and confirmed that company's attorney spoke with uh, Redskins management about Walker's allegations. The Athletic unequivocally stands with Miss Walker's account with the harassment she endured with Miss Stanton. Mr. Santos, the company said, soon after with Santos, Walker says she learned from another reporter who alleged she endured the similar harassment, Nora Princiati, who covered the team for Washington Times in 2017. Princiati, in a phone interview, said in two or three occasions, uh, Santos pulled his SUV alongside her as she was walking outside Redskins Park and offered a com commentary on her body and wardrobe. He told me that I had a great ass for a white girl. Princiati said. The general sentiment was that I should wear less clothing. Just nasty. Mm -hmm. Like Walker, Princiati said she was struck by how brazenly Santos acted, as well as other team employees who commented on her looks. Princiati said one male member of the communication staff once told her she had a nickname around Redskins Park, Princiati. It was gross and also just a terrible pun, she said. There was an overwhelming sense that no one would ever do anything about this stuff. Walker informed Tony Wiley, then the team's vice president of communications, about Princiati's allegations, she said, and Princiati confirmed she spoke to Wiley about Santos. Wiley, who left the team in 2019, declined to comment for this story. A few weeks later, team lawyers informed the athletic that Santos had been disciplined but declined to specify how. Specify how, Walker said. Santos was fired last week after the Post informed the team of allegations raised by other female, other former female staffers. One former female staffer said she received a text one night after work in which Santos told her he wanted to kiss her that day in the break room. 
Another former female employee said Santos told her that she was walking into the office one day that she had a nice butt and asked her to turn around for him. I am done with the NFL, the woman said. Her experience with the Redskins has killed any dream of a career in pro sports. Then we have a conversation, text conversation between Richard Mann II and a former female Redskins employee where Richard Mann says, nice shirt. Um, she said, LOL, thanks. Um, Richard Mann goes on to say, it's an inside joke, it's a compliment. Just play the other side. And I'm going to be like, what's the joke? Uh, she, uh, he says, nothing is stupid at all. You look great today, that's all. And she goes, I want to be in on these jokes. Um, lame boob joke, he replied. I figured that much. No offense, real or fake is a debate. Don't care, just don't want to be in the dark. Then I feel dumb. I go number one, you don't have to answer. You said you wanted in on the joke, so don't get pissed at me. Ha ha, it's no joke. I mean, is it a joke just on me or all the females in the building? Hard to explain. I'm not mad. It's kind of a compliment, I guess. Real. Duh. I can't afford a car, car, car payment or rent. You think I can afford a boob job? Um, oh, lost my place. Oh, LOL. I offered to take a playoff bonus collection for you. Was this a bet or just a debate? Do explain. No, no, no. No bet. Don't be mad. You asked. Not really mad. Just curious how widespread this is, widespread this is and if it targets more than me. It's not real deep, just stupid guy talk. Are you gonna ask about the suite? And in this, in this mess, in this text message, you know, exchange one, you could tell she does not want this. You feel me? Attention. And two, as it continues, I feel like you know she starts to pry and you know try to gain more information to use yeah, like against who is, him. Who else are exactly, you about? exactly. Like, because obviously, it's like what, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean you got an inside joke going on? Like, it don't. It's just, it's, it's. There's no place for that. There's none. And they continue um, on. Yep, and it continues. Well, last night I had other things on my small mind, so I don't. So I didn't want to be around you with bad thoughts because I'm a swell pal. She just replies, "LOL." That's it. See, now you understand. If we were hammered, it would have been bad. Bring me food. I hurt. Ha ha ha. Okay. Do you want Jimmy John's? Oh my God, I love the Beach Club. If I bring that, I want to squeeze your butt. Deal. No. LOL, there's like 15 places within a mile from you, from where you are. I don't want to get out of bed. Oh, I see. I suppose I can deliver. It's kind of far as fuck, though. You tip the delivery guy. You are very demanding. Ha ha, I'm hungry. Was supposed to have family lunch, but my granddad couldn't get out of his neighborhood. That sucks. I'm squeezing your ass. Sorry, LOL. Nope. That's not even a big deal. It's like innocent. I'll text you when I get back. Over that ways, I'll pick you up something, G. I'm hungry. Order a pizza or something that delivers. Um, Santos was fired along with top scouting assistant Richard Mann, who sent flirtatious sexual texts. Um, As they should be fired. Yeah. Nasty texts. For two and uh, to two former female employees. Um, and in exchange with one former female colleague, Mann joked about getting an inappropriate hug, and in two exchange with another female a man informed her he and his colleagues were discussing her breasts as we just you know yeah. as we just uh more squeezing your butt unfortunately that was is this culture you know so we felt we had to roll with it just nasty weird stuff in a form in the phone interview new team coach Ron Rivera declined to discuss why Santos and man were dismissed uh 
we're trying to create a new culture here. We're hoping to get good pe- get people to understand that they need to judge us on where we are and where we're going as opposed to where we've been. That's what Rivera said. And this is a conversation between Richard Mann and a former female employee, Redskins employee, my bad. It's two Richard Mann. First starts with her just talking about some business. I open on Tuesday, too, so I can do when I first come in. And Richard oh Mann God. says, ha, 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 you should pee on the floor. They are not worthy of my pee. I'm taking all my skills and my DNA with me when I walk. Sorry, ha, man. ha, ha, I'm going to miss you. But I'm so happy for you. Going to give you an inappropriate hug on your last day. Go for it. I'll be down to the scouts before I leave for many inappropriate hugs. LOL. Deal, and don't worry. That will be a stapler in my pocket. Nothing else. LOL. And that's pretty much the end of that. Weirdo stuff. And you're basically a minute to it. The next thing is the voice of the Redskins. To the fans and general public, Larry Michael is perhaps one more, one of the more consistent aspects of the franchise marked by a regular personnel turnover. The team's led play-by-play, lead play-by-play uh, broadcaster for the past 16 years, Michael has also served as senior vice president in charge of contact, overseeing the club's website and video department. But among his mostly male staff on the video and digital team, Michael, for years, had become a growing source of discomfort, according to former employees, because of his penchant of for off-color commentary about former co- I mean, about female co- colleagues. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let me drink some more. I got you. I take over. I lied. It was objectifying. It was always derogatory. I wouldn't even know what to do. I would just have to shake it off. One former female, one former male staffer said, "We were just afraid to lose. I mean, afraid of our jobs and trying to make it." During training camp in 2017, Michael saw a young woman from the sponsorship staff walk by, turned by, turned to one of his staffers and commented, commented on her tight ass before adding a remark about her social life. He said, "You can't mess with her though, because you know she's effing every guy on the team, right?" Said this staffer who afterward mentioned the comment to four colleagues, including a veteran female employee. I was mortified but not surprised, the female employee said. Years earlier, Michael had squeezed this woman's face after a light, late night tap, taping of the team program and told her she was so cute. Another comment recalled by two former employees involved with a female colleague in, of Egyptian descent. He said it looked like she definitely had a little Greek in her because of her lighter skin complexion, as well as that ass, one former male employee said. None of these employees filed formal complaints, they said, because they never thought it would come, uh, anything would come of it. And I'm not surprised. I mean, probably wouldn't have came, came up to nothing. They're, they're, they are not getting rid of the voice of the Redskins over $30,000 a year marketing, over, yeah, marketing manager. One former uh, male staffer said, I guess they're surprised that he actually left this time. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you're just a regular worker, I don't blame him. There's no need to bring it up. They probably wouldn't get rid of him at all. Michael was the subject of one complaint in 2018, according to six former staff staffers, after he was recording discussing a female intern during practice one day. The incident occurred as Michael was being filmed for a team video production. Former employee said, 
and an intern walked by. Former team employees who heard the video had different recollections, different rec recollections of the precise wording, but agreed that Michael re re remarked about how attractive he found the intern who was in college. It was disgusting, said one of the former uh, employees, female employees, who heard that audio. This is a grown man who could be my grandfather, and he's talking about someone younger than me. One female employee complained about the video to the club's legal department, and the team attorney took the hard drive from the employee who had discovered the video. When the lawyer returned the hard drive, the employee said the file had been deleted. It was unclear to staffers aware of the incident whether Michael was disciplined. Uh, club's legal department removed the file from the hard drive and maintained the file in the organization's confidential HR slash legal records where it still resides. The team said in a statement, on Wednesday morning, the Post requested an interview with Michael and informed club officials about comments attributed to Michael by, form, by his former employees in the Hot Mike incident. Hours later, Michael announced his retirement. After 16 years, after 16 great years, my time with the organization is over, Michael said in a statement. On to the next chapter. Allah, he was fired. He, I mean, they let him step down, but he shouldn't have been allowed to retire because now he he retires. But you know, probably pension. You know, probably all the all them good things that come with that. Now nah, they should have fired him. He should have been fired. Um, paragraph: Volatile environment. Before Emily Applegate changed jobs in December 2014, moving from working at FedEx Field to the team's marketing department in Ashburn, she was warned by coworkers about her new boss, Mitch Gershom. She recalled. The club's chief marketing officer had a reputation for an explosive temper, Applegate said, but not sexual harassment. I guess I was lucky enough to be more his type, Applegate said. Gresham also often commented on her body or appearance, she said, and tandem with insults about her work performance. He would tell me I was stupid for not being able to print something out the way he wanted and directly follow with, oh, did you run the extra yesterday? You look really good, Applegate said. Gershom told Applegate never to wear flats, only heels, she said, and suggested form-fitting dresses for nighttime events with premium clients. He also inquired about her dating life and expressed concern she didn't have a boyfriend, she said. In a text message exchange Applegate provided to the Post, she asked him about his plan for an upcoming sales meeting. Um, no part of it, no worries. Go find a dude, he replied. There was also... Routine outbursts of rage, Applegate said, such as when Gerson got lost on the way to Joe Theismann's restaurant in Alexandria after he asked her to print directions for him. All he had to do was type it in, in the GPS, and he spent 20 minutes screaming out how effing incompetent I was for not giving him proper directions. She said, I would leave work crying probably four days out of the week. Gershom, in a brief phone interview, alternately denied and said he didn't recall conference conversations referenced by Applegate. I can't comment on something I can't remember, he said. And you just got a text message here. What's your plan for the MasterPass review? It's 2.30. Premium meeting is at 2. He replies, I, I, no part of it, no worries. Go find a dude. She replied, rude. Uh, one team executive reportedly, uh, repeatedly commented on Abigail's appearance, she said. Dennis Green, who had the high-pressure job of overseeing sales on luxury seating, um, of sales of luxury seating and premium suites at FedEx Field. On one occasion, Applegate said Green complimented her on her leggings she was wearing. He made a comment about how great I looked in these leggings because they were so tight, she said. That was actually the only time Mitch said something like, Dennis, you can't say something like that. A woman who worked for Green held, hold conflicting feelings about their former boss. 
or they acknowledge he made inappropriate remarks and pressure them to wear revealing outfits and flirt with current perspective, current and prospective suite holders. They were aware Green faced tremendous pressure from Snyder to sell expensive seats for a team whose on-the-field product often made his job challenging. Snyder would humiliate Dennis in front of other executives because he was a cheerleader in college and Dennis took everything. He did everything and anything he had to to make sure those suites were sold out year after year, one former saleswoman said. But even though sympathetic to Green, said his conduct left them with emotional scars. One saleswoman who worked in the 2005 to 2010 time frame recalled that Green repeatedly offered to connect her with a plastic surgeon if she wanted breast enhancement surgery. He said that he knew a doctor who had performed several procedures for cheerleaders, she recalled, and that he could get her a great rate, reducing a young woman to thinking that she can only do her job well if she wears a certain thing or exposes part of her body is demeaning. This former saleswoman said it puts women in their place. And the last paragraph, retribution concerns. I ain't trying to hear about the retribution, man. What are they trying to do? Oh, no, this is over the past few days. Applegate says she's received texts from former Redskins and co-workers who have said, asked whether she's concerned about potential retaliation. Um, she told them she's not concerned. She said she has no interest in working in professional sports again, and she just took the LSATs this week and is studying for law school. I don't see what I have to be afraid of, she said. I'm just telling the truth. Um, to some of her former colleagues, there is one antidote from Applegate's, from, from Applegate's time with the team that troubles them most. In 2015, Applegate said she was pulled aside by Eric Schaefer, the club's general counsel and senior vice president, who left earlier this year. Schaefer was appalled by the verbal abuse Applegate endured from Gresham. She said he told her and he offered to serve as a witness or connect her with a lawyer if she wanted to file a formal complaint. Applegate declined and said she feared making an issue of Gersom's conduct would mark the end of her career with the team. Applegate regards Schaefer as one of the few male team executives who treated her well. Some of her former colleagues, however, expressed outrage that Schaefer didn't file a complaint of his own. According to the employee manual, all supervi supervisory and management and personnel of the Redskins organization are expected to take immediate and appropriate action to prevent or stop harassment in the workplace of which they become aware. And they're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Schaefer declined to comment because he knows he's wrong. Mm -hmm. Applegate says she understands why he didn't make a make an issue of her treatment in 2015. Same reason she never filed a complaint. I needed to keep my job, she said. And when it came down to it, 98% of the people making the decisions on stuff like this based on needing to keep their jobs, which is why stuff goes on for so long. Yep. Stuff like this goes on for so long um, because of that. But that is a piss poor excuse. Yeah. And it, it's not it's not flying anymore. It should have never flew in the past, and it's certainly not flying in today's day and age. Stand up for something or don't stand for some, anything at all, man. Um, you, that, that's a terrible excuse. Uh, you're going to lose your job. I understand. You need it. But, man, this the, the article, what they endured. Um, and you, just think about it. Diehard Washington fan, been a die. Excuse me, I've been a diehard Washington fan. My dream was to work for Washington. Still like to work for the Washington football team. If presented the opportunity, just think about it from from, from a lady's perspective. Your first job out of college 
it's your gene it's your dream to work for the you know for work for that team and that's the those are the conditions those are the that's the abuse that you're you know you're you're forced to deal with day in and day out man that's a nightmare um and, and, and to, to applegate's point man she never wants to work in sports again you know what I'm saying? She completely distanced herself from that. And that's sad. And I can't, we need more women in sports. Ex- exactly. We need one. We need more women in sports. But when you read an article like this, it's like, man, how how could I go and try to encourage ladies to get into sports? You know, and get into sports media when I know that things like this are going on. You know, it would be, it it would be uh, um. What's the word here, man? It would be inappropriate of me to encourage them to, you know, to put themselves in an environment like that or a position like that. Um, because it's it's not right, and it shouldn't. And, again, I don't think – I do – I I think things are going to change because I do believe in Ron Rivera, and I do believe if someone can change that culture, it's Ron Rivera. But, Speaking man, Dan Rivera. Snyder's still there. He's still there, and Dan Snyder – folks have said this is not enough for Dan Snyder to leave. And get forced out, and frankly, I think it is. I think it should be because I think he knew. I think he, he knew um, about about all of this, and this is just having somebody was sobbing thirty feet away from him or whatever. Why wouldn't he ask? What's well, that wondering? was Bruce Allen. But either oh, way, either way, that's not a part of these heard about exactly these top executives. You're in the same umbrella. You're there. You heard about it. You man, they're different. You see the, the see-through glass. You see yeah, the you exactly. You know, you know. There's a, a culture there. There's a problem. Speaking One person in Rivera, the HR, man. Our boy Kadar asked us, you think Ron Rivera would have still taken his job knowing what had happened in D.C.? Nope. No, I don't believe so. Definitely not. No. And he also asked, do you think other teams in the league are going to get exposed like this in the future? Yes. I hope they do. I actually do nasty. think that this is going to uh, expose a Pandora's box that need that needs to be bust open. I think well, it needs to be, you know, we got to bust it open, tear, I tear, what they say, tear it down and rebuild. We got to bust it open, tear it down and rebuild. I do, um, because you never know, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, couldn't be my team. Um, Patriots fans said the same thing before Robert Kraft probably was busted in that little parlor. Um, you know, we never know what's going on behind these closed doors, but we can only speculate people with this type, you know, this type of money, this type of ego, um, and, you know, just conceitedness and arrogance, you they never think that, you know, it'll be them that'll get that gets called out. And so this, that's what we need. We need people to call them out. Let folks know that, no, you you know, you behave like this in front of me or something, you know, we're going to call you out. That's the only way to stop them because you keep letting them slide and letting them get by, and they're just going to keep doing it. Uh, so it's up to us because this is, this man, it was, it's disgusting. And then, to be frank with you, to be honest with you, I think that this article is just what they have for the moment. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think that because I've heard inklings of yeah. Jay Gruden, we probably won't even touch on today Jay Gruden misconduct. Um, you know, I, I just I think that this is might be just the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg for Washington. Uh, you know, I, we might not be done hearing about misconduct coming out of Washington as far as this is concerned as well. Because, I, I, I listen, I've never spent a day up there, but I know. I know it's deeper than this. I know that. Um, and if, if some of these ladies are able to, you know, get out of their NDAs or if some of these ladies just decide to say, you know, F it and screw the NDA, then, um, you know, the unfortunately, the things that we have coming out, I, you know, will be even, even more damning to people. And I, I think they, you know, those that be damned deserve it. 
they did they deserve to get drugged through the mud, dragged through the mud. Cause this is this is unacceptable. Yeah. Just another, you know, another show of, you know, gross misconduct in the workplace towards, you know, toward towards ladies, towards towards women. And that's in any workplace. Sports, um, and you, I, used to be a, I used to be a cook, yeah. yeah so I used to see the, the same kitchen. nasty things. Like it's you just, know, it's it's just you gotta do better, man. Yep. But for sure, we'll see we you guys on Wednesday. We'll have more if anything else comes out of this, man. Um, we'll definitely have more with y'all. But you know, we thought we had to come out here and at least if some of y'all haven't read the article, now you listen to it and you'll get the gist of it. But um, well, more will come out of Washington, man. Stay safe. Change it every day.